0: Hollywood and Beyond podcast with Cincinnati host Stephen Brittingham. Experience
1: meaningful and in depth interviews with Hollywood's most interesting people. Enjoy the show.
0: this is Carrie Ginzel, actor, producer, writer, and creator of stateofslay.com. S.L.A.Y. in this case being an acronym for self-love, appreciate you. State of S.L.A.Y. is a blog that I created documenting my journey from the darkness of depression to living in the light today and focusing on the positive. It is a safe place to encourage one another and walk together as we find empowerment and self love. I hope you'll join me on my blog, stateofslay.com, where we walk and slay together. Slay on. Welcome, friends and listeners, to Hollywood and Beyond Podcast, your home for meaningful and in depth interviews. Thank you for listening. And now, your host, actor and writer, Stephen Brittingham. She left her mark in Pine Valley. On ABC's daytime drama, All My Children, as Anita Santos. It's too late. Listen to me. Sam isn't going to be a problem. I swear.
1: Yeah, I think if you tell that to Maria.
0: (sighs) Can you just believe me for a second, please? Please?
1: Bobby, why don't you listen to me? Nothing to prove anymore. You don't have to prove anything to me. You don't have to prove anything to Papa. You don't have to prove anything anymore. Because it's over.
0: And wait, 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 wait. I want you to stand there, look me in the eye, and tell me you can just walk out of here and write me off like that. She would go on to be a part of many more television and film productions over the years, including appearances on Bones, How I Met Your Mother, and in the film from 2009, Star Trek. Hi, friends and listeners. This is Cincinnati host, Stephen Brittingham. Thanks for listening. My extra special guest today. Is the super talented dark haired beauty Darlene Tejero. I am looking forward <laughs> to learning more about Darlene's artistic journey. It's so nice to have her here. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond, Darlene.
1: Hi, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. I'm so excited to be speaking with you today. Been looking forward to talking with you and learning about you very much. So thanks again.
1: Oh, thank you very much.
0: Well, where are you joining me from today, Darlene?
1: At the moment, I'm in good old New Jersey.
0: (laughs) Good old New Jersey. Um,
1: Good old New Jersey. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, how are you holding up with this situation that is so challenging for all of us at this time?
1: It's very challenging. Um, really, trying my best to stay healthy and and be creative. Um, I'm trying not to uh, listen to the news anymore, as you know, as much as I did in the beginning. Um, it's it's sort of, uh, emotionally depleting, um, but you know, really just staying home and and following all the rules and regulations um, and um, pray and hope that. This comes soon.
0: Well, I completely understand. I've been very cautious about how much news I take in. It's important to keep up on it, of course, but if you get oversaturated, it it can just really wear a person down, don't you think?
1: Right. That's, I mean, uh, um, you know... A- Obsessing over what was going on each morning, it really has a mental effect, and, and then it's a physical. Um, I do read up and and, try and and stay up to date with what's going on. let just give myself, you know, maybe fifteen minutes, and um, after I have my coffee, <laughs> <And then laughs> gotta I'll, have um, coffee first. I'll go, uh, yeah, and then and then I'll just you know write a list of the the things that I, I, I should accomplish for the day, whether it's writing or reading a book or, you know, working on a, uh, reading a play or interestingly enough, I've had actually some self tape auditions, which has been great. So, um, there are some things trickling in here and there. So, um, I've been, you know, working on that as well. Yeah. So there's, there's always something to do. <laughs>
0: I agree with you. you, Wow. It's too bad you're not my neighbor because I've been doing a lot of the same things myself. Uh, Reading, writing, uh, doing a lot of uh, uh, editing and and interviewing a lot of people here on the show. Um, You know, I've been keeping myself busy, too, and at the same time also trying to kick back and relax a little bit more. It it, it tends to help me with uh, uh, this situation to keep things in perspective. And so I'm glad to hear that you're doing well and that you're safe. And it sounds like you have a lot of interesting things going on. And I must tell you, darling, you mentioned coffee. That's a magic word for me. (laughs) So uh, mine is actually world famous. And I just thought I would share that with you today. You probably didn't know that.
1: Which Which coffee do you drink?
0: Well, uh, at the moment, uh, I love Colombian coffee, so uh, I'm using uh, Maxwell House Colombian.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's all in the scoops and the water, so that's kind of where my specialty
1: is. Yes. Well, I drink Cuban coffee, which is very strong.
0: Oh, wow. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> hmm, you, you, I, that's the best kind of description I could hear. So I need to look into that. I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> you need a
1: little—it's uh, sort of a Cuban Italian uh, coffee maker. Uh, you can get one. It's called Vialetti, and um, and then you just put the Cuban coffee or Italian coffee, and then uh, you know you warm up milk and then you mix it together and you have sort of a cafe au lait.
0: Well, I hope you can email. Some instructions and suggestions <laughs> to me afterwards.
1: I will. <laughs> Thank
0: you, darling. I will. Because <laughs> I sincerely would uh, really uh, enjoy that very much. <laughs> well, let's see. Before we get into your background, how, you know how and why you decided to become an actress to begin with. I thought I'd go ahead and start things off by asking, what have you been doing recently?
1: Well, the 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 last. Um well, one of the projects that I finished working on, uh, was power, um, on stars. It was a wonderful, wonderful show. Um, it was, uh, directed by, um, 50 cent, um, Curtis Jackson, uh, which is his, his real name. Uh, and it was, uh, the role of an attorney and it was really, really just a wonderful experience. The writing was, um, excellent, and uh, the cast and the crew, they were marvelous to work with. Um, so that was really a great experience. Uh, so I worked on that, and then, interestingly enough, I did a—I did a short film called Collapse in November, which had to do with climate change, and kind of a similar situation to what's happening now. Um, and I thought, wow, that's when i saw it before when i once it was edited and i saw it it was really frightening to watch because um this is sort of uh, the ramifications of what would have happened if we don't take care of our planet and um and now i can't even look at it because it's kind of there's a, a similarity to what's happening um at the uh, the present time to that film and that was just in november so and, um, so I did that and, um, uh, which was a, a challenging role. Um, and I've also been supposed to shoot something in, uh, I was supposed to shoot a, a film in Los Angeles, uh, this month, but everything's been on hold. So, um, <laughs> oh, um, right yes. now, yeah, any, any projects. Um, but I do, you know, I, I was working, um, I'm a, I'm a lifetime member of the actor's studio, so I'm really proud and honored to be a part of that group. So I, uh, I'm always working there or not always, I'm trying to, um, put work up. Um, and, um, yeah, that's pretty much that's what very I am doing. Impressive. I was doing, yeah. Um, so I don't know if you know about the actor's studio, but it's, um, it's an extraordinary place to be a part of once you're there. And it's, it's a place where artists can continuously work on their craft when they're not working or when they're in between jobs.
0: And so. <laughs> that sounds like heaven to me. Uh, I'm yeah, also an actor, Darlene. Is. So something like that is uh, just right up my alley.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. And then, um, I just started doing, um, some work at the studio and i was very excited about it and well, of course nice. you know everything everything has come to a halt um yes. so i'm hoping they will reopen again in um in the fall if, if you know
0: well that makes two uh, <laughs> i really hope that happens for <laughs> yeah for everybody uh that things get back to normal uh sooner rather than than later and Right. Wow! So yeah. that, that that sounds incredible. When did you first become involved with with them,
1: the actor Studio? Well, yes. I auditioned for them. I auditioned for them in um, in Los Angeles, and um, about ten years ago. And I auditioned for it was Marty Landau, Mark Rydell, Barbara Bain. You know, Hollywood giants. Um, it's, it's based on your talent. So you go in there and you audition, you do a five minute scene with a scene partner. And, um, um, and then, um, afterwards they'll send you a letter, um, letting you know if you became a finalist and they'll give you notes or if you didn't become a finalist. And so there's a whole I process, see. uh, in order to get in. It's not, um, that simple, it takes um, but a once while. you're in, you're, you're, once you're in, you're a member for the rest of your life and (laughs) you don't have to pay anything.
0: (laughs) That's great. It's worth the wait then. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it is. It's worth it. So that's
0: very impressive.
1: um, Yeah. Wonderful teachers that come in and moderate the class. Alec Baldwin comes in on Tuesdays. Sometimes Estelle Parsons, um, who is just brilliant and funny. um, moderates the class so it's it's a, a really a, um, a really gifted group of people
0: are any of the classes extra long in length or are they more or less about you know the same time an hour or two or are there any like, like all afternoon long classes
1: uh, it really depends I actually did um, um, I did a six week course. Um, with this uh, brilliant man who was an expert on uh, the three sisters and Stanislavski, and uh, he, they flew him from Russia, and uh, he came to teach a six-week course. So the the classes, there was a commitment. So it was five five hours, um, but it was so worth it because it was really about dissecting the work from his perspective. Um, and um, I could I could sit here and talk to you about it, but it's too complicated. <laughs> but I mean, there are instances like that where you have uh, okay. someone really unique and special that comes in to teach a a course, and um, um, so the studio is always sort of doing that, you know. Um,
0: but yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds very interesting. I appreciate you sharing all of that, and uh, I, you know, going back to the environmental project that you worked on and and that you were describing you know it sounds like you really do care about this planet a great deal and, and 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 i too feel the same way i'm very careful with recycling and i i you know i do all i can to be conscious of the importance of taking care of our earth and i just want to say you know thank you for mentioning all that earlier
1: well, isn't it interesting that now that all of this is happening and uh, people uh, unfortunately have to be isolated, but the interesting thing is that um, animals are coming out. And um, I mean, I, I I read that in in, in the Venetian waters, there were fish and dolphins were swimming, and it seems like the the air there's less pollution because of less cars. Um, I'm just saying, there's you know a little. A little, a little light in that sense where it's an eye-opener, where it makes you realize, well, yeah, we need to do something more than what we've been doing um, and when it comes to taking care of our planet. Um, and if we don't, things like this, yeah.
0: Well, that really puts a lot of things in perspective. You're right. With a, yeah, you know, it really does. really does make you think about things. I mean, obviously, with hardly anyone driving nearly as much as before. I mean, not even half, I would say. Probably not even 25%, to be honest. You know, that that yeah. is like a breather for this, this planet of ours when you really stop and think about it.
1: I know. It's sort of like a reset button. I think the planet's like, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I think during these tough times is trying to see the positive in it and, and what you can learn um you know what can, what can you do different um and so <laughs> yeah,
0: speaking with you is a positive experience as far as I'm concerned so nice speaking with you and I did notice a project I believe you did not too long ago if i have this correctly mm-hmm. and it looks like it was on the Hallmark channel one of the holiday movies Holiday for Heroes. Ah,
1: yes, that's right. (laughs) Holiday for Heroes. That was fun. (laughs) And Melissa Claire Egan is in it
0: from The Young and the Restless. Yes.
1: Oh, she's so sweet. She is really, really a a, a sweet and gifted girl. Um, um, It was. It was just a fun, you know, shooting Christmas movies are so fun, even though it's because we shot it. I think it was in February. (laughs) <laughs> so the the holidays, holidays had already holidays, been o- come and gone The holidays were over But you're <laughs> shooting a, a holiday movie And it's sort of like extended It's like Christmas <laughs> all over again And Um, but I, I really had a blast with everyone I am.
0: Oh, that's nice. uh, Here we go again. I I, know. Get out the Christmas music. (laughs) Now, did you do that, Darlene? I mean, I'm just curious. Every actor has different approaches, but did you listen to Christmas music at home again or do anything like that to get yourself in that state of mind?
1: Well, I just got out, I mean, it was, it was February, so the holidays had just, uh, sort of ended. So it was pretty fresh in my mind. <laughs> and on top <laughs> of that, that, when when, when you everything is decorated, I mean, oh, it's, it's okay. Christmas everywhere. So yeah. it's,
0: it's, 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 it's there.
1: <laughs> you it's a very inspiring it, it's atmosphere. Very, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's
0: total Christmas, isn't it? Right. I've noticed in their movies, I, I was like, wow, just every house is it's just full of Immaculate Christmas decorations and snow, and, yeah. and I mean, it really does get you in the in the ho- in the holiday spirit, no doubt about that.
1: And we shot in the most charming little town called
0: Mystic, Connecticut, and so it was very, very,
1: uh, a very charming. Uh, um, so it was. It was very nice.
0: It was very nice. Very nice experience.
1: I would oh, love goodness. to do another Hallmark movie. That would be great.
0: Oh, I would enjoy that. That would be incredible. I I think that would be wonderful. And they could have you as the the main lead, hopefully, or at least uh, one of the leads. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Just put it up. That would be great. Oh, well, you know, you do have, you know, this term sometimes isn't used very much these days, I've noticed. But you definitely have screen presence. It's when you are in a scene, you know, you can't help but be noticed. And as a viewer, I feel you demand attention. It's just something I've noticed with any scene I've watched of you.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for the compliment. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you is all I could really say. I, I, I just really do the work, and then depending on the character. And... um And then hope for the best. (laughs) But thank you very much.
0: You're most welcome. You really are a talented lady. And I I would love to ask where you are from. I have the feeling it's from the East Coast.
1: New Jersey, West New York, New Jersey.
0: (laughs) West New York, New
1: Jersey. Literally, I could actually see the New York skyline from where I live. I'm I'm right across the Hudson.
0: Yeah. Wow, what is that like at night in particular?
1: Well, it's literally where they actually take the postcard pictures of the New York skyline. Oh, so wow. I would say if, if you're on the West Side Highway and you look to your right and then you see that you see New Jersey right there on the edge, that's uh West New York, New Jersey. So
0: that, that sounds amazing.
1: It's called West of New York, so it's West New York, New New Jersey.
0: Um got it.
1: Uh yeah, and it's beautiful at night. It's all lit up, and wow. and um, yeah. Well, so I'm in Jersey, but mind. I'm 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 very very close to the city. It takes me literally ten to fifteen minutes to get into.
0: Now, if you go to the Big Apple, do you actually? I hope you don't mind me asking. Do you actually drive mm-hmm. there, or do you have another means of no, transportation? No. <laughs>
1: No, there, no no driving. The, th- that would be insane. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. No. The buses uh, run constantly, and um, I have no interest in having a car while I'm here on the East <laughs> Coast. As I'm always in the city, and that would be insane to try it, it and have would. a car and park. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, my one week in New York City was many years ago during an acting competition. And I have to tell you that the, lo- the more I was there, the more I told myself, you know, I, I just don't think I would ever really want to drive in this city. Like, just no way. I mean, I'll take taxis, <laughs> walk, because, uh, wow, I mean, especially a newcomer, I think would be very overwhelmed with uh, just how long the streets are and all the traffic and people. And it, it would be very, you very that- challenging.
1: That's interesting because I learned to drive. My My very first car was a stick shift. And uh, oh, wow. And at that time, I, I was going into the city in my car, um, and I learned really to drive in the city, so I became a pretty aggressive driver.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> so... Oh, okay. So, and, stick and shift and, and driving Los, in New York. Uh,
1: yes, and uh, when I moved to Los Angeles and then i was on the freeway that was an adjustment cuz i wasn't used to the freeway i was sure, used to sure. more of you know uh trying to beat the taxis and crossing over and you know. <laughs> 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 And well, in LA you know you can't you can't do that
0: Well my time living in LA i, I, I suppose i'm more comfortable driving out there although that certainly can be its own uh, challenge in and of itself, as you know, Darlene but
1: I, yes
0: <laughs> wow, well, that must be a beautiful view you have and 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 I just hope you continue to enjoy it. I'm sure it artistically inspires you at times as you're just soaking in that view.
1: Oh, I love new york, I love new york i love I love everything that it has to offer. I love the people. I, I love their strength, you know, um, and the people that live in this area were also New Yorkers. You know, it's sort of like the extension, um, like it would be Queens or, or, um, or Brooklyn. Um, um, so, you know, Very it's a big nice. part of my life. Yeah.
0: Well, how did this interest in acting first start for you?
1: Oh boy! I think I was about eight years old. My father took me to go see a film called Victor Victoria with Julie Andrews. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you remember that, but I, I think do. I, I think that was around the time. Yeah, I saw it, and I don't think my dad really knew what the film was about or so forth. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and it was. It it was on Easter, too. It was Easter. <laughs> <laughs> it was, my father took me to see Victor Victoria.
0: <laughs> was it but his idea?
1: Or? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it was just like, oh, look, there's a movie. Let's go see it. You know, I didn't think he, he <laughs> really, gotcha. like, put one in one. But um, either way, I think I came out of there and I said, I want to do this. Um, wow. But I, I, I think I was eight years old. I always had that bug. You know, I always had that. that I, I think sometimes you're... You know, you're born with it naturally. For me, that's how it was. You know, it's just like as long as I, I could remember, um, I always knew that that's what I wanted to do. So that was always my focus.
0: What a story. I, I agree with <laughs> you. I think it's, there. there is something that you're born with. And sometimes it just takes scene, uh, sometimes a film or a, even a play. I've had actors tell me they saw a play production and went, wow, I want to do this. Right.
1: Right. And then, you know, the rest is you have to train and you have to do it and you have to work hard and you have to put in the time. And, um, it's not, um, the thing is, is, is as simple as, you know, it it could look simple, but it's not, you have to really put a lot of work and there are a lot of sacrifices when you uh, make the decision to, to be an actor or, or, or an artist, um, because it's a different lifestyle Um, you're not living the norm. Um, so there's, there's, there's that, that that entity that you have to really sort of, uh, embrace and accept, and then just work hard because if it's what you love and you can't seem to want to do anything else, then, then that's the right path. And so you have to foster it day in and day out, day in and day out. You have to keep working on your, on your craft and you know, you do a play, or, or you know, write a play, or you know, read and and continuously stay on that creative, uh, creative momentum.
0: Wonderful perspective, thank you, Darlene. Really appreciate it. It is a journey, and, and you and you it's laid that out so well. Thank you. And I will share w- with you, Darlene, the film that inspired me to become an actor. Well, it's okay if you uh, laugh at fun. this. It It is okay, honestly. Because it probably isn't what you would expect the answer to be, but it was the Muppet okay. movie. <laughs> The original Muppet Oh my God, Muppet I movie.
1: love the Muppets, of yes. course. <laughs> so when
0: I walked I out of that watch, theater, yeah. I was like, uh-huh. you know what? And this is exactly what I thought about in my mind. My My dad took me right. to see it. And as I was walking out, I looked up in the sky, and it had sort of rained that day, but the sun was kind of out, and there was a rainbow in the distance. And I told myself, you know what? If Kermit can go to Hollywood, I can too. (laughs) I
1: love that. That's that's a great story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh well, my goodness, that's funny. If Kermit can do it, then I can. <laughs> That—that's the thoughts yeah. in my
0: mind at that moment. Yes,
1: that's a perfect. That's a perfect uh, uh, introduction. Yeah, I <laughs> could. I could <laughs> see that. <laughs> Mine was um, Oscar. You know, I used to love poor Oscar. He was su- such a a grouch, right? He lived oh, in the garbage yes. can. Yes. Wait, no. I'm talking. That's Sesame Street. That's oh, Sesame my, I'm confusing Street. Using them.
0: Yes, that's Sesame Street, but yes, I agree with you. Uh, Oscar was a grouchy guy, no doubt about it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he was so proud eat it no matter what you I said i just said to mixed him, you up know? the two.
0: <laughs> you know darling you you brought back some memories um it's funny how these things can happen i actually started thinking of the cookie monster because now that i'm uh, you know a few years older it's just kind of hysterical to think about his like obsession with cookies like remember those <laughs> those scenes where he's talking and then he just has to keep eating them and and then suddenly he just can't talk anymore cuz he's stuffing them in his mouth and the other yeah would be like, gosh you know what's your problem
1: <laughs> i that was like kind of a nickname for me when i was little they would call me the cookie monster because my mom would have to hide the cookies because i would just devour them but somehow i would i would find them oh <laughs> i found goodness. the cookies but Darlene,
0: yeah <laughs> we, um i too could have the same nickname I mean, today I could. Yes, because cookie. Well, you know what? If you ever wanted to uh, blackmail me, you probably could because you know you would just send me Cuban coffee and cookies, and I would be you know I would follow any instructions. But yes, uh, cookies and ice cream. And the caffeine. (laughs) Yes, and ice cream is also another weakness of mine. But of course. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Isn't that something? Well, I have to tell you, though, I do my best with self-control when it comes to those things, but, you know, I have a few moments here and there.
1: Yes, of course. You have to, you know, life is
0: uh,
1: <laughs> life is short and fleeting, so eat your ice cream.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Darlene. I'll keep that in mind when I'm about to have some. Darlene <laughs> told me it was okay, and, and, and I'm going to keep that in mind. I am so excited to ask you about your All My Children memories. How did the... Um, Uh, opportunity to audition for them arrive was it the usual your agent calls you have an audition or is there anything about the audition that's different
1: interestingly enough I had done a mass mailing throughout the United States of America I did uh, I sent out a cover letter my picture to every agent and casting director within the United States of America which is insane and um, uh, Judy Bly Wilson got my received my headshot and called me in, and I auditioned, and I was very excited. And I auditioned, and and then I didn't hear anything for about a month, and then they called me back again, and I auditioned for uh, the producer at the time with Felice, Felicia Felicia, um, and at that moment. They said, "Okay, take her upstairs to wardrobe," and I booked the job as a reoccurring, and then (laughs) and then and and then it became a contract. So I never, I never did the testing like a lot of people have to test to become a contract player. Um, I didn't have an agent. Um, I really just did it from, um, my headshot, sending that out, and um, that really changed um, my life. Just kind of going, okay. Let me do this. Let me send out my pictures everywhere. And, and I got a lot of responses. I got a lot of calls. And, and that's how it all started.
0: That is amazing. And I personally find that very inspirational. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> hey, let's remind people out there, in those days, you know, I, I, I assume you stapled your resume on the back of your headshot, or did you even have really a resume to send?
1: Well, I did. I, you know, um, you know, had a very tiny resume, a lot of like my school projects and, and, um, um, but, um, yeah, it was just the perfect timing. Um, and it's really having that perseverance sometimes, not sometimes, having that belief in yourself and really understanding the business side um which is really hard for artists, and I still grapple with it, you know because there is this business side that you have to um, you you have to balance it out um and so i I did that and and that's how I started working
0: and no agent i i find that uh no amazing. well
1: actually i was i was freelancing at the time you were able to freelance with a lot of agents, so the agent that um negotiated my my contract um ended up being Fifi oscar Uh they were they were my very first agent in New York City and they're they've been around for a long long time and um my first agent Carmen Lavia who um passed away uh I think two years ago um he was marvelous marvelous man and very funny I was too young to understand his sarcasm he was uh <laughs> but uh as you know as i got older you know i started to understand it <laughs> his name was <laughs> carmen lavia and he was just such a great great man um and sounds i miss
0: him like it. yeah sounds like it i'm i'm sorry to hear about that and well that that, that is an example of perseverance uh, having goals having ambitions and you wanted to be a part of acting so much you were willing to put yourself out there and I remember the days of going to the post office and doing mass mailings Uh, I tell you you brought that back for me that is something else yeah well had you watched All My Children before this or any daytime dramas in in particular
1: I did I mean they were around Wherever sometimes I would go somewhere, and they were always on the television. Said, "I mean, you can go to the beauty salon, and <laughs> you know, at one in the afternoon." And all my children were on. It wasn't that I, um, would watch them all the time, but um, I knew of them. Um, they were a big part of our 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 culture at that time. Um, so, but once I booked the show, obviously I started watching all of. All my children, uh, all you know, all the shows um, to familiarize myself. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't an avid soap person before. Gotcha, then.
0: but but you knew enough to where that helped you to feel a little bit comfortable when you were going in. Oh, of
1: okay. course, of
0: course, Great. yeah, of Great. course.
1: And and you know, it's interesting. I learned so much working on all my children. So I just um, was a theater major at City College. And, uh, all the things that they were teaching me at, at the time had nothing to do with actually the work that you do when you're on television. So all my children was sort of like, I found that it was like camp for actors. You really, really, really learn, um, you know, the in and out of, of TV acting or daytime. Um, but just to be on set and learning, you know, the, Learning how to memorize lines—that was one thing that I had to work on because that's a muscle that you ha- I had to really develop. It's a one-hour show every day, um, and when your story is there's a lot of memorization, and then really learning and understanding the the, the, the story and and the character, and and then um, you know shooting it. And it's very fast. I mean, we would be on set some usually at six a.m. but or 5.30 in the morning, there were long days. There were long days.
0: Yes. You couldn't be out partying too late the night no, before. No, that wasn't my
1: thing. I was, <laughs> no, yeah, no. I, I was just so grateful every single day. I was so grateful, and I knew, you know, what a special opportunity I had um, um, to be a part of that family and to be working Anytime I work, I'm always, always, you know, I'm always grateful because it's a, it's a hard field, you know, it's a hard field. Yes.
0: And, and you just gave such an outstanding performance. Any clips I've seen, I've really enjoyed. and It's very clear to me just how talented you are and um, so very well done. And I thought I would ask you about some other talented individuals that you worked with. I'm sure if uh-huh. there are folks out there listening right now that watched All My Children, they would probably enjoy hearing what you would have to say, as I would. I thought I would start with Eva LaRue.
1: Ah, uh, Eva. Well, she played my older sister, yes. and she's exa- she's exactly that. She's She, you know, is a very, very warm and loving person, um, just like her character on All My Children. Um... I really, really just felt connected with my siblings. Um, um, they were just very genuine and kind uh, people, um, and giving. They were just very giving, so it just felt like a family,
0: like a family.
1: Yeah, because yeah. You're
0: working so hard together. My sister,
1: and- yeah, they they become your sister, and you know they you treat each other the same sort of way. Um, but they were just very kind and, and, and you know, loving and supportive uh, human beings. Um, and so that sort of led into the, the work. And we were always crying on that show. The Anita, Anita and Julia and Maria, we were all crying on the show. We were the criers.
0: <laughs> oh, I did see a lot of scenes where you were emotional and crying. <laughs>
1: It was, yes, every time I read the script, I said, oh, my God, I have to, oh, my God, I have to get this emotional again. <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah. Is that extra challenging for you when you get a script and it says that you, you know, maybe you're in tears or you feel like tears are required or at least being teary eyed? Is, is that something that you've got to kind of put into an extra gear or is it kind of more of a natural fit for you?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think you have gotcha. to really work on it. You have to work on it um and understand what is happening. Um there's yes. there's there's a lot of layers and complexity co- complex um components that um add on to when you're developing a, a a moment. So I don't know if that even made sense, but um it so There's does, a lot of, for, there's a there's a lot of preparation. Um, if you wing it, that, that, that doesn't really necessarily work. You know, there's a lot of work. Right. So like, I'll get the script and go over it and, and start working on it and, and do my best. Um, not my best. I have to be prepared. Um, cause when they say action, it has to be real and you have to be in the moment. Um, and there's a in lot the going moment. on. As you know, when you're on set, there's the crew and there's a lot of things that you have to learn how to really tune in and focus. Um, and then shut out everything around you, so you could um, get to that that given moment. Um, and if you're feeling the
0: emotions of your character, that's going to help yeah, propel it, you with with these tears or it, it, emotions.
1: Emotions. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be tears. Um, right. Um, it really depends on the scene. Um, um, but as 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 long as you know you have the given circumstances and and it is truthful. And when you're in that moment, it's hard to explain. When it's truthful and real and you feel it, it's, it's exhilarating because you really forget. It's sort of, you forget that you're, you're on set. You're in that moment. And then that's when you know that the work is really organic and, um, and authentic. Um, and it could be a little. It could be scary. <laughs> it could be scary to go to that place of vulnerability. But you have to, you have to be vulnerable, and you have to allow yourself to, to be open.
0: Well, thank you for that fascinating and in-depth answer. I really appreciate it, Darlene. I really enjoyed that. I thought I would ask you about another lady who, by the way, was a guest here on the show. I think so highly of mm. her. such a friendly lady, and that is TC Warner.
1: Oh, yes. We worked very closely together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her character was very interesting. And um, as you know, um, I think she had an affair. When I think she had an affair with Brian Gaskell. Um, yes. It was interesting, the the, the dynamic between T C uh, uh, Kelsey and Anita Santos. Um, but, yeah, no, she's very, very nice, also very talented, very funny extremely witty (laughs) um (laughs) and um she always made me laugh and she had this little dog i remember back then who was adorable um and she was always in my dressing room or i was in her dressing room and we would help each other out especially when we had these intense scenes that we had to work on um we worked on them together and um
0: yeah. You both worked with Brian a lot too.
1: Well, yeah, it was uh, Brian. Brian was my boyfriend and on um, on the show. Uh, Brian um, Bobby Bobby Warner, and so really there was that that the the storyline was Bobby Warner, uh, Kelsey, which is TC, and Anita Santos, which is startling. <laughs>
0: Well, so. I think that is just wonderful, the two of you connecting that way and, and and being there for each other. That's wonderful. I did want to ask you about a veteran actor that anytime I ask someone about him, if they were fortunate enough to either work with him a lot or be around him a lot, there's always interesting stories. I realize you didn't really have very many scenes with him, so I'm not sure what you could provide, but I did want to take the opportunity to ask you if you have any memories or thoughts on David Canary Uh,
1: uh, a prince just a a class act uh, a gentleman um, just very sweet and very kind and very nice and um, uh, you know um, always listening to others you know I, I didn't have a lot of scenes with him and also I was part of the younger Storyline, um, but I, I do remember how he how he treated me and and we did speak a couple of times or several times sometimes in the makeup room or sometimes in between scenes and he was just a, a a gentleman, just a very very nice man
0: some folks and that was a beautiful answer by the way thank you. Some folks have shared that he used to sing a lot in his dressing room or Walking down the
1: hallway. Yeah, that's right. I remember (laughs) that. I forgot. I would hear singing. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) I would hear singing in the hallway, and that was David Canary. Yeah, what a wonderful place to work. I'll Mm. never ever forget my. It was my very first job. My very first job.
0: Think of that, your first um, job.
1: Yeah, community of actors. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And um it was interesting we all had our dressing rooms and our little doors and with and we could like just knock on each other's door and say hi and pop your head in. You know who I loved working with? Kelly Rippa.
0: Oh, Kelly Rippa. She's go.
1: she's so funny and she's exactly the <laughs> way she is. And we her birthday's October second and mine is the first. So we're both Libras. Okay. Um, um but she just she was just so nice and so funny. Like every time you're around her, she would always make you laugh. She was always laughing in, in the, the makeup room. You know, you, you come in there and if Kelly was in there, everyone was laughing.
0: She's, <laughs> a lively yeah. personality, no, she's,
1: huh? She's so lively and just such a good person. So I I, I always loved um, being around her or doing a scene with her.
0: Yeah. And what about her talk show that she's been doing for many years? Have you been oh able Oh my goodness. To
1: tune in? Oh, of course, <laughs> who who doesn't tune in? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, she's just she has a natural knack for that. She's just so talented. Yes. She's very quick and and smart and funny and genuine and and um you love her. There's there's just nothing you just love her.
0: She's
1: just, you know, Kelly
0: Ripa. Well, that, that, that's so nice to hear. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And I just have two more people to ask you about that you work right. with. And one is I've never had anybody, you know, discuss them. So I'm very curious what your answer would be. Uh, James Mitchell.
1: Oh, I love James Mitchell. Um, you know, I had scenes with him, but not not a lot. Um. Also, just very nice, um, professional, and a, and a sweet man. Um, I really don't have anything negative about anyone or anything except, you know, um, kind feelings for the people that I worked uh, on the show. Everyone was professional and, um, and kind. I'm not surprised and nice to hear. And that. And, yeah, I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, he was very nice. He was just a very nice man. But again, it, you know, I was playing a teenager, so yes. it's not like I had the scenes with him um, <laughs> where he was, you know, he's older and and. So, Unless you uh, cross um, paths
0: at the coffee shop or something, maybe you're not going to have it, to.
1: Right, so that's exactly exactly. It was the coffee shop was where you would cross paths with the, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did see some scenes other, with you in in a, in a coffee shop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which oh, which
0: one well it was with you and brian and it was oh, a really really good scene
1: oh good,
0: good basically yeah. your character was telling him that it was over and and, <laughs> and, and and he was not you know too happy about that and he was trying to convince you otherwise but you made it pretty clear that no that it, 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 it's over
1: It's over.
0: It's over, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I'll tell you what, that was one of the first scenes I watched, and I even included a clip at the top of the episode, Darlene, uh, of a very carefully selected moment that that was very uh, nice flow to it and emotional, so I hope the listeners enjoyed that. And and I really, really was so impressed with your skill and choices as a – as an actress, very well done. And the last person Thank I you. wanted to ask you about was a gentleman I met once at a golf charity event, and we had a nice conversation, and I was so saddened to hear about his passing recently. I don't know if you got to work with John Callahan very much, but I did want to oh. at least give you an opportunity to, you know, say anything you might wish about him. Yeah,
1: I worked at John Callahan. My goodness, what, what, a, just what an extraordinary human being! I, I always remember him. I have some very funny. I have a very funny story with him. But um, I was very green and young when I first started the show. I had never been on a on a on a television set, and um, and he knew that, and he was just so kind in whispering in my ear and saying, okay, you know, do this or do that. Or he guided me, he helped me, he never judged me. Um, uh, actually, there was one person on the show that was very judgmental, but yeah, I won't mention names. Um, but, gotcha. you know, that's one, of the, that's one of the things that I loved about him was that he just really went out of his way to help others. And... Nice. Um, Eva, you know, him and Eva Larue were an item on the show and off the show and yes. they were both exactly what you saw on the show. They were just very loving um and um authentic human beings and um he was very 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 helpful um and um and just uh just an amazing soul um and extremely talented, of course. So when I heard of his passing, I, I was shocked, and and I could only imagine, you know. You know, poor Eva and her daughter, and what they're going through, because he's very young, sixty-six years old, you know.
0: Um, he sure was. That's and a and very you never think. Answer.
1: Yeah, you never think it's going to happen, and um, that's why you can't take anything or anyone for granted. You one really you're can't. one day here and one day you're gone and um, I think moments like the moments that we're living in right now, you really um and we realize that more and more but yeah i'm I'm very saddened by by John's passing yeah very very tough
0: I really appreciate you sharing your thoughts and memories of John. Thank you so much, darling. I hope those good memories will stay with you always and and brighten your heart over the years.
1: Yeah, they do. Thank
0: you. <laughs> well, Darlene, I thought of an interesting question I'd like to ask you. Yes. Once you were on All My Children for a while, and let's say that you're suddenly appearing in magazines and, 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 and the fans know who you are now, did that impact your life at all?
1: The beginning it was it was interesting I, I wasn't used to um um you know so many people um recognize me it was a gradual thing I mean I nice. I, I learned how to how to deal with it and handle it but I was um I had a, a, a you know my father raised me so I, I had sort of a very uh a, a good structure in my life so I I didn't really um None of that stuff really phased me. It's not I see. I didn't take it very I didn't take it very seriously. Um but I love the the fans, you know. And of course uh, the soap fans take the characters very seriously and I was lucky that my character was uh, a nice girl <laughs> because they would come you know when the fans would come up to me they were they loved the character and they were very nice. But um <laughs> That's not always the case if you're not playing a, a likable character. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I really, really enjoyed it. I and uh, it, it, um, I dealt with it. You know, I think it was pretty good. I, I, yes. I, I just didn't. I just didn't make it. I didn't take it seriously because these are the things that you can't really, uh, you can't believe the hype, right? You know, you, sure, you work one day, sure. you don't work another. Um, That's right. But your, your fans are important. So um, they're the ones that are watching. So, you know, there's, uh, I remember we were writing letters. They would write letters and I would get tons and tons of fan mail. Um, so, and reading the letters were really moving um, because the fact that, there were people who have never met me, but they've watched my character, and they were opening up about their lives and their problems and how they related to anita and That was a big deal for me that was like, okay, well, well I'm very nice you know very you're nice. touching someone, and you respond to them and they're and they're very happy so that's that's the beauty of that um when you do have fans and and people start recognizing you.
0: Well, you know, Darlene, I've always thought of daytime drama as emotional adventure.
1: It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if anybody has ever described it that way to you, but that's that's how I view it.
1: Yeah, I, it's so funny. I told I told my father the other day. I said, in my private my private life is very boring. No drama.
0: No drama. The drama
1: to okay. The, no, I leave the drama to the theater <laughs> and the stage, and oh. you know the.
0: Well, you sound um, like such a fun person. Um, So I thought I would ask you in that spirit, what do you like to do for fun if you're not working on a project?
1: Dance, dancing, 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 dancing. dancing. Yeah. Um, uh, Well, Cuban music. I love Cuban music. Oh, wow. Yeah. My parents are both from Cuba. Um, I was born here, so that's my my uh, part of that's my culture. Um, so I I yes. was born listening to Cuban music, so I really really love it.
0: Oh, that's so nice! And it, it, yeah,
1: it inspires me, makes me really really happy. So if I could go dancing once a week, then I, you know uh, I have my fix. Wow, <laughs> and, that's nice. And well, you know we... you, it's medicine. It's medicine. You laugh, medicine, exercise. Yes. You yes. know, um, and um, and if you can't dance, don't come near me. Let me dance on my own. I don't <laughs> like dancing with people who don't know how to dance.
0: <laughs> I hear you. Well, you know, Darlene. Uh, okay, well, I better keep that in mind. I was just about to say, <laughs> if we ever cross paths, <laughs> I would love to no, try no. some of this Cuban dancing, but I uh, don't know how
1: skilled no, I, no, I no. am. No, no, no. I'll show you. I-, I can show you. I'm a good, okay. I'm, a good teacher. I'm a quick learner.
0: <laughs> I do like to dance naturally. So, if that means anything, I think I actually have some pretty good moves. They're very well thought out. All right. (laughs) And then try some of that Cuban coffee. So, that sounds like a good plan. Well, (laughs) how could uh, folks uh, learn even more about you uh, on social media if they would like to do so, Darlene?
1: Right. You can go to my Instagram page. Um, which is at Darlene Tejero T-E-J-E-I-R-O, or Facebook uh, as well. And um, I also have a website, which is www. (laughs) I don't even know if people do that anymore. (laughs) Um, So DarleneTegero.com, because we all know it's www.
0: But in the early days of the internet, Darlene, you're right. You brought that back to me.
1: I know, right? Nobody... Nobody does
0: that. I mean, there, there was commercials <laughs> where, like, go to www dot, and you're right. I know. <laughs> Nobody does that now. They're like, hey, just I go just here dot
1: myself. com. Oh my God, <laughs> Darlene <laughs> Tejero, Darlene Tejero dot com. Tejero. Uh, and yeah, that's it. yeah T E J E I R O. I know. Um, Tejero. Um, I, I don't even know, like Rio de Janeiro. That sounds similar, maybe,
0: well, if we ever do p- cross paths, Uh-oh. I'm going to be practicing even more. Make sure I get it right.
1: Very good. So, so I okay, can impress you. good.
0: <laughs> well, this has been an absolute uh, pleasure and honor, and uh, I've had uh, more fun than I can even express, and I want to thank you. Aw,
1: thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much. This has been really lovely. And
0: I hope you will come back and visit me again someday. I'd really enjoy that.
1: Absolutely, I will in a heartbeat.
0: And keep having those cookies, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to be careful right now. <laughs> well, that makes two of but, us.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Send host Stephen Brittingham your comments and questions to Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail dot com. That is Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail dot com. Stephen looks forward to hearing from you soon.